You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Two wideouts go right. Al will be joined by a tight end on that side of the formation. Under center is McCarthy. Gash the back. He gets the handoff. Oh, McCarthy fakes the handoff. Rolling, throwing, pass caught. Ronnie Bell, first down, slips a tackle. 20, 15, 10, still on his feet. Five, fumbles the ball into the end zone, and it is knocked toward the back of the end zone. There's a pile up. If Nebraska recovers, they'll get the ball to 20. If Michigan recovers, it should be a touchdown. Well, it turned out that Michigan recovered Mm -hmm. it, but there are two key moments today that impacted the folks who may have had a little cheddar on this game (laughs) that moment because the ball was this close to being on the end line thus it would have been a touchback in nebraska ball that and the decision late in the game on fourth and five by harbaugh to kick the field goal that busted the uh 28 point lead and made it a 31 point victory so uh for those of you who had money on the Huskers. Uh, it was the it was a good bet for a long time today. You just had a couple of bad breaks go your way. Yeah, that was uh, lining up for that field goal was kind of uh, that was kind of interesting to make it thirty four thirty four to three when everybody in the ballpark and everybody watching at home knew exactly what the spread was in the game. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't kid yourself. And, and, and you know, somebody maybe smart would ask Harbaugh, and he would respond, "Hey, we need style points, you know, maybe, but." I'm just curious, just curious, and, you know, I mean, everybody knows. We all know around here. So thank you, Jim. Or for some people, screw you, Jim. Exactly. But then again, the play calling in the first half may have lent itself to people saying, screw you, Jim, too, because he was seemed like they were, uh, they were toying with Nebraska for a while. 34-3, the final, Michigan the win, and uh, now officially Nebraska, with seven losses, will not have a winning season, a streak that continues – all the way back to 2016. The Huskers have not had a winning season since the Cubs won a World Series. And and by the way, uh, the shortest Big Red overreaction ever in the 2016 season. On a yes, Saturday night, the John and I were doing Big Red overreaction, and the Cubs were in, I think, game one of the NLCS against the yes. Dodgers. Yes. 47 we like, minutes. Go, go, go. 47 go, go, minutes. Go, go. All right. Well, we we're not yeah. going to break that record tonight. We've already blown past it. But uh, who do we have? Left let's uh, let's get Reggie here. Reggie, thanks for the call. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, thanks for taking it. Hey, thanks, um, Reggie. I'm just curious to know your guys' opinion as to what rock bottom for this program is. Um, I am 23 years old. I haven't seen many good days or the glory days of this program, and it it just seems like that if I mean this is obviously all stuff that most people already know, but if, if the next hire isn't right, I think, I don't know if this program will ever get out of the dark days. I think there's so much money being thrown at this program from boosters, from older people. And when you lose the younger generation by Mm. losing this many games in a row, you know, losing this many, having this many losing seasons in a row, it's, it's tough to, get the younger generation excited for Nebraska football. And like I said, I'm young. I've 
I know the glory days. I've heard of the glory days. You know, my dad talks about it all the time, but it's, it's just frustrating. And for me, I don't, I don't know if I have an answer to what rock bottom is. I don't think today was rock bottom, but I think if this downward spiral keeps continuing with putting people in charge, you don't need to be in charge. I, I just don't see how it's going to end. I mean, I don't, Can I, can I, can I ease your troubled mind for just a moment? That was a song. Of course. Yeah. Um, Nebraska football is unique in that it is the thing in this state. And it was established that way for decades, decades. I mean, it has been the thing in this state. And, and while yes, things are desperate right now, or it feels desperate, especially to a younger fan. I don't think you're ever going to lose lose a younger generation because if things got even if a few folks decided you know what I'm done and and I'm not even talking sellout streak forget about that I don't I don't care about that that to me is not a true gauge of of the loyalty and the passion of the fan base but let's say let's say the next hire doesn't work out let's say the hire after that doesn't work out and let's say you now at 23, you're 10, you're, you're 33 now, and you've totally checked out, but you're still living in the state. This is enough of a cultural touchstone, a cultural building block in this state that if and when it gets going again, people will immediately come back to it. And I use an example, Nebraska basketball. Nebraska basketball has been historically awful or mm-hmm. mediocre for a hundred plus years. Yet people still show up. Why? Because it's a thing to do. And then when they and, and then in those times where they are good, they pack the place. And it's one of the best atmospheres in the country. That's basketball. This is Nebraska football. They could suck for another 20 years. And I guarantee you, folks like yourself and a lot of others who right now are feeling like, oh, my whole generation's gonna be lost. If you're still hanging around these parts, you're going to come right back to them the nanosecond they start getting good again. So I don't think we have to worry about losing generations because in this state, this program has been so important to the identity of the state that it, it, it would take a, it would take a century of being awful or probably more likely bringing in pro football or bringing in pro franchises, which is never going to happen to get people to turn away from it. Cause this is the thing. And it's always going to be that way. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a good, that's a good outlook. Um, do you have Reggie, do you have kids in your house? Uh, no. Okay. Do you, but, but do you have friends that have kids? Cause this is uh, part of, I agree with part of what John's saying, but this is a concern and this is, Actually, doing some marketing stuff with the athletic department in Lincoln, we have this discussion. Is they do worry about the 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 under you know under eighteen before they they get them on campus as a student in Nebraska. You know they've kind of lost interest in Nebraska football because those those age kids they want to support a winner. They want people you know they want to be around someone that everybody's talking positive about. So there is a little bit of that concern of you you lose some of the younger people. But I do agree with John. You go anywhere like here in Omaha today. You know, there's the dread of Nebraska's going to get boat raced at Michigan. 
But I still saw people still have the flags out. They still are, you know, they're they're still wearing the gear to go to the grocery store. They're still getting together. Maybe not as passionate as they've been. So it hasn't died yet. But man, you know, you you do have that fear that the longer this goes, the the more people kind of fall off, and then you gotta then you know you gotta reach way down to pick it back up again. But you know, it's 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 a real thing. But I think it's also a real thing that if somebody comes in here and they can make it pop. And they can make it respectable, and you can start to see a plan and a start to a climb out of the bottom. Then I think people will wrap their arms around, and it will be, it will be, it will feel normal here again. Not like the '90s, but it'll feel normal where you get excited and you don't dread Saturdays because there can never, ever, ever be a point again where a Nebraska football team goes to Ann Arbor and they're a thirty and a half point underdog. Never again can that happen. I completely agree. And then even like the 2018 game where Nebraska went to Ann Arbor and just got boat raced. But, like but, it, it, and, and you know what, Reggie? And I'm glad you just brought that up because John can chime in on this as well. Because I asked Ravi yesterday, I said in 2018, that was the third game of the Frost era. And I remember a week after that, Eric Chenander told me, he goes, we were standing on the field and he goes, we knew we were in trouble because we looked at our guys' size. We looked at Michigan, their size, and thought, oh boy. This is, at least for Chenander, it was, welcome to the Big Ten. But we have a plan to make our guys bigger, stronger, faster. That was in 18. They got beat 56-10. You had dread, but when you got beat like that, there was hope. There was dread today, and you could say, but you have a lot of anxiety. Isn't that so? how strange from 18 to 22 it is in your feeling going in and coming out? And how it's probably different than it was in 18, where you maybe had hope in 18 and 22. You're like, well, I'd like to have hope, but I'm not really sure. Oh, exactly right. I mean, I think in 2018, we were all still riding the frost high. Not Absolutely. Yeah. Fail as catastrophically as he did. It's hard to have that outlook when we're playing this game in mid-November and there's two games left against teams who are having down years compared to what their programs have been like, but games that Nebraska will likely still lose. and. It's uh, it's it feels like a lame duck season. And yeah. I know a lot of other people agree with that as well. Hey, Reggie, thanks for the phone call. Thanks for interacting with us. And yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. you, you, you know Good what question. it was. You know what it was like in eighteen, John. I mean, you, oh, yeah. you, you, everybody probably had some hope, even though that was the third loss of that season. And Frost is zero three to start. You're like, okay, just gosh, can you can you let it happen? You got to work on it, man. Then you go today and you're. You know, you don't get beat as bad, and but you're a much larger underdog, and you're like, wow, where are we uh, going? I mean, the only constant is Harbaugh. And it wasn't like that 18 team was an overwhelming Michigan team. It's just no, it wasn't. But but again, it was it, you were you were riding the high of frost. You thought, okay, well, this is going to be a rough year, and and they've got a plan. And you know, and let's face it, there were a lot of a lot of pre excuses made when Frost took over that you know the program's soft and they're not very big and they're not very strong and all this other stuff and 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 so we all bought into that and thought okay we're well, going to get them better and of course it never happened now there's so much mystery because we just don't know where it's going to go we literally have no idea maybe a couple of weeks ago when people were talking themselves into Mickey being the guy if they beat Illinois they had an idea, but literally today, no one knows. And so the, the future is so unknown right now that it probably feels a little more despair. But going back to the point about 
um, you know, losing a generation. I guess my challenge to folks who would say, well, we might lose that generation is, what are you going to lose them to? Because what is there in this state that that can replace Nebraska football? That can replace not just not just the 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 idea of watching a three and a half hour football game twelve times a week, but it's the it's the event, it's the tailgating, it's the bringing everybody together. It's the one thing that brings everybody together. And I still think even in this day where we, you know, kind of go off into our own little spaces on our social media and we kind of huddle and and don't congregate like we used to. The reason why college sports or professional sports in, in pro sport markets still have a huge viability is people still want to be there. They want something that they can all gather mm-hmm. around and wrap their arms around and say, a collective we, this is our team. That's why fans like to talk about being we. Well, if they were to if they were to give up Nebraska football and yet they're still around the state of Nebraska, what are they going to replace it with? And that's why I don't think I'm not worried as much. And I and maybe folks at the university are worried, and, I, and it's probably a valid concern because football and athletics do, you know, who was it that coined the phrase, you know, it's the front porch of the university. Mm-hmm. It's the reason probably why folks like you and I went to the university, yeah. right? Yeah. Because And I can, so I can understand it if there's an enrollment factor, maybe kids won't be as interested in going to school at the university because of the football program. That, that, though, is a different argument than losing a generation from a standpoint of, well, we're just not going to have as many fans who passionately care. I just think those people, even if they go back into hiding for a couple of years, the nanosecond it pops, bam, they are coming back and they are coming back with a more intense yeah. fervor than they had before. And that, and that could be the case. And that's why the phrase from Trev, winning matters, because it's not only winning on the field when they keep score, it is winning with more NIL opportunities. It is winning where this is a discussion of need to find a way to keep Nebraska football a priority. And you may say, come on, man, you live in Nebraska it's 12 Saturdays a year. It's the Big Red. Well, there is a fear that it's not going to continue to be a strong priority for people. That they will, you know, when they get their season tickets, they'll be like, eh. Or decline season tickets. Or, yeah, I'll go to Lincoln, but I'm not going to go into the stadium. So it starts with winning matters, and then it trickles down. And then let's also be honest. The next phase of Nebraska football is not only hiring the next coach to try and pick a program that right now just kind of exists. There's not a ton of juice to it. It's a nice-looking shiny toy that, you know, the batteries have almost worn completely down. Is the next phase of Nebraska football is you're going to change Memorial Stadium and you're going to change how the experience of of taking in Nebraska football is going to be. So winning matters affects that on who you bring new into the stadium or what you do with the most loyal fan base that is out there. I mean, so there's there's so many things that kind of ride on yeah. the higher and then the trickle-down effect that essentially, from us in the media to fans, it affects everybody with what happens next in Nebraska football, and it just continues to add the magnitude of this hire being a fit in so many ways and being able to have this program pop uh, sooner than later. The... Uh... TCU Texas game refuses to add points. <laughs> oh, uh, terrible knuckleball field goal that was missed. Uh, so it's still scoreless. 
uh, Oregon has tied Washington 10-10 and just tried a Scott Frost special <laughs> surprise onside that Washington recovers. Yeah. So it's 10-10 in the, uh, in the second quarter. Big Red Overreaction brought to you by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally by Coors Light. Keeping Nebraska chilling by Burton. When you're plumbing certain, just call Burton. Phone lines open 402 951 1620. We'll have more of overreaction next on 1620 The Zone and 1019 The Keg.